there, it's Tracy Tully and you're listening to Tracy Tully Talks at bbsradio.com, the place to be right now, streaming live with another 60 minutes of thought-provoking topics, sharing with you conversations that are relevant today, tomorrow and in the future. Join me each week on Thursday mornings at 10am Australian time, AEST, 5pm Wednesday PT, hello Los Angeles. If you missed the live show, jump onto your favourite podcasting platform and you'll find me on Tracy Tully Talks. We do have some adult language, so if you have some little ones around, pop on your earphones. It's Tracy Tully here and I'm speaking from Tracy Tully Talks in Queensland, Australia and I welcome you to 60 Minutes of inspiring talking points on Tracy Tully Talks. Today, my guest is the beautiful Kate Curry. Kate is from Surrey Hills in Melbourne, and she has designed and developed and created the world first lockable tech charging box, and we're going to hear all about it. Welcome, Kate, and thank you for uh, meeting with me today and, and talking to me about your business. Thank you, Tracy. Thanks for having me. That's my pleasure. So the in-charge box, it's the solution to screen time boundaries. And you've been going since 2016. Can you tell me all about this in-charge box? I can see you're surrounded by them now and they look very interesting. I am. Thank you. So I created in-charge box in 2016. As you said, it's the world's first lockable tech charging station which helps people set healthy screen time boundaries and do lots of other things so I decided I needed to bring something into the world to help people because I had a friend whose children were a bit older than mine and she was really struggling with her son and his gaming addiction and she came over to my house and she said you have to not let your children have tech in the bedroom so he had dropped out of school she tried to get in there and he would throw things at her and she said, this is a real problem. And this was many years ago when my kids were still little. So I was like, this is so awful. But I just knew as my kids got older, I didn't want that to happen to them or anybody else really. So um, my kids got older and they started getting iPads and iPhones and I could just see they sort of wanted to be on them all the time. Everyone knows how addictive they are. So I spent a fair bit of my time hiding things in cupboards and then going to get them and then forgetting where I'd put them. So that was an issue. And then when I'd go get them, the batteries weren't charged. So it was like this was, became this huge thing that was wasting far too much of my time. And a lot of other parents I knew were also dealing with this. So I decided I need to create something that we could put the tech in, lock it up and charge it at the same time so that I had the control over the devices and it wasn't up to the kids when they were using it. So this is it. Do you want to have a look inside? I certainly do. And while you're grabbing one, there's lots of different colours there that our our clients, our um, listeners can see. So you've got blue. We've got the aqua steel. So there's all the colours of the rainbow. Um, It's aqua steel here, which is one of our most popular. You also have the unicorn white that you can see there. Sunshine yellow, frog green. We've got pink alicious. Valentino Red and a Rainbow Connection, which just came out yesterday, which is busy being photographed by one of my lovely talented friends. So this is it. It's um, powder-coated steel, weighs about five kilos, and inside it has a either six or 12 USB port charging 
hotspots. So you can put in iPhones, gaming remotes, UE booms, laptops, the school size ones. Anything you can charge with a USB port, you can pop in this box. So instead of having all those cords and different charging things, you just have the one. So it goes into the wall and it saves you having all those piles of tech on the bench or wherever, where the kids can grab them. So that's really cool. Um, it also comes with a divider. So you can put the phones and iPads and have them not all stacked on top of each other. You can do it that way or that way. And the best part is that you can lock it up with these two keys and a lanyard that comes with it so we have all different colored lanyards to go with each box so you can lock it and then pop the keys somewhere where the kids won't find them and then they go and find heaps of other things to do so yeah it's a really helpful tool looks nice and because it comes in different colors you can sort of go with your decor it's very cool lots of parents say it saves their sanity and really helps them so i love that idea yeah being a parent so how many children have you got I have two kids, so I've got a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old, so it's a girl and a boy, and they've been using this for five years, and every night we all put our tech away in here at 9.30. They still get plenty of screen time, and they still do gaming and Snapchat and all the different things that people that age do, but we know that at night time it goes away and that everyone can get their sleep and do homework and do other things. So it just sets a nice boundary, a healthy boundary. We're not extreme like Luddites or no tech, but we just know that it has to have a an end point every day so that we both my kids went to boarding school at their most formative time when when social media and the phone mobile phones were on so they're allowed to have a mobile phone our kids when they went away to boarding school for obvious reasons and uh and they had to lock up everything each night but I think every boarding school would love to have one of those um and we do have boarding schools who who have these boxes and there's like hospitals as well where their kids staying the night who use them and schools use them in their classrooms as well so there's so many places where people can use this box now the reason it's metal any reason why it's metal and not plastic oh to make it extra strong so um it's probably i think some children are so into their tech that they'd be able to smash through plastic with a hammer so this is pretty unbreakable i mean you can stand on this and it's actually really great. Uh, my laptop that I'm talking through now is resting on two of these boxes. So it's really good holder for other things as well. And yeah, I like I wanted it to be extra strong. So I did get a plastic one made in the beginning and it arrived broken in pieces. So wow. this is just really transports well and ships well and you know, it's really solid. So the other that's thing, why it's metal. Yeah, the other thing with metal too is that it wouldn't heat up. So if you had plastic the devices up, you know, in a, a smaller area could possibly heat up inside there. Yeah, it, has that, it has ventilation holes in it as well yeah. throughout the box. So, That's yeah, cool. I definitely didn't do plastic. I mean, plastic just wouldn't have worked, I don't think. So, no, I don't think so either. Yeah. And also the colours, it's much easier. Like these were easy to powder coat and I can have any colour that I want. So, I, you know, my husband needs one of those to sit on the, on the seat. Well, there's a mini. Oh, well, he got, is he little? He's my husband, little. Yeah. My same height as me. <laughs> it also comes in a mini. So there's a smaller oh. one that you just put phones in. Uh, and we're going to do another bigger one as well. So, so does a mini just for phones or is it for iPads? Um, just phones. So it's quite small enough for six phones and maybe you could fit one gaming remote in it or like Fitbits and Air, what are those things called, AirPods. So yeah. the mini is great for people who 
Like there's many people who say, I'm so sick of my husband always being on his phone at night or when they're watching TV. I'm like, we could get a mini and just put his phone in that. Lock it up. And then out of the bedroom. bedroom. With your lanyard around your neck. I love the lanyard. Can you show our um, viewers the the lanyard? More coming. I've got a whole lot in production at the moment. They come in hot pink, um, black, yellow, aqua. So, but I have sold out of those at the moment, so I've got more on the way. Lovely. Yeah, very handy. Can you see that's both? So just two. Um, yes. If you lose them, we can send more, but I have to speak to the parents first just in case it's not, just to make sure it's not children yes. pretending to be their parents. <laughs> Which has I happened. Note. That has happened. Yeah, I know. I know. Being an ex-principal, you know. Don't do anything. So a man emailed me yesterday and he said, oh, my three boys hid, we hid the iPads out in the shed from our three sons and they got up early in the morning and went on this little stealth mission to find them. So he said, we just need to get this box and it'll just save us all that that hassle. So it really takes the pressure off a lot of people. It's, It's very innovative too in its simplicity. Yes, very simple, very simple. Very simple. Some of the best things in life are simple. Absolutely. And you've been, this is your fifth year in business. Yes, yes. So we're shipping all around Australia, all over the globe. It's, it's going really well. And through COVID it got really busy because everybody was at home and I think everyone could see how much their kids were wanting to be on the tech and because they needed it for school, there was no kind of crossover. It was like, you're home from school. No, we're already here. So when did it, when did it end? So it got really busy last year and then the word just keeps spreading because people tell their friends so yeah I, I love it you know and and for me I can see lots of other uh, possibilities because I'm on the road all the time uh and uh and you know I have a lot of uh, uh computers iPads laptops etc for the nature of my work and I often get worried when I'm away about uh, where I keep things safe and so you know I'm, I'm a registered uh, weapons licensed person and so we have to have a big gun safe which is bolted into the ground and uh, the only way to to protect you know um, ammo and weapons so to speak so I see this as a little mini uh, weapons safe actually it's a gun safe it's really good because you could actually you could actually because it's metal screw that down into um, people have bolted theirs down to things so I've had that question before and people do bolt them down and a lot of travellers take them these with them as well on the road, like camping or anything, like people who go around Australia, which didn't happen last year, but now that people are back on the road, they can plug that into the side of their van and have all the kids tech in there so they're not using or taking turns in the car on the road, saying my turn to charge, so they can just put it all in there. And it's nice and solid, so if you've got other things sitting on it in the car or anything, it's not going to get squashed or broken. So, yeah, it's great for the travellers, the van lifers. Yeah, and you know, you could I could see one of those in a caravan too. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's art there, people who use them in their caravan. So they have that little court, they have their thing out the side, and they can plug it in there. Yeah, great photos of people who've traveled around with this around Australia. Oh, I love it. I love the whole concept, and I love uh, meeting you in Mm. Melbourne not that long ago, was it? No, we had the best time, didn't we, on that raw retreat? We did. So I'm so happy to meet you and you did the best sessions with us, helping us find our voices and sing and with your beautiful book and the daily steps, which I still do every day. I breathe in my bed and then I do the squats and then I drink my water. It's fantastic. You gave us a lot of great techniques. So 
Yeah, and it was a pleasure. And the singing was fabulous. I love singing, so that was one of the best bits, really, of that week. A lot, lot of fun, isn't it? It was a great retreat, and, and to be able to do lots of different activities on a retreat is uh, is brilliant for not only just business people, for, for any people at all. Um, I'm currently getting ready to plan a retreat where I have the, the illustrator of my new book is going to teach uh, uh, painting. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah. know. What's your new book called? My new book is a children's book and it's called Gordon the Goat and the Gully Kids. Nice. Yeah, based on a true story. So now let's let's talk about you though, not me. So a very innovative, very innovative box that you've got there, the In Charge box. So tell me, tell me about the lady behind In Charge box. Tell me about yourself. Me, I'm... Kate, obviously. My real name's actually Kathleen. I was born on Mother's Day and named after my grandmother, who was Kathleen, but I just get called Kate. And I grew up in Melbourne. I have three awesome sisters. One lives in New York, so I haven't seen her in a while. And my fabulous parents, Reg and Maria. Um, I spent most of my childhood in Melbourne and I loved ballet, singing, going to the beach. So we did a lot of fun things growing up and not much screen time, no screen time. I think I had a little you know, Pac-Man thing that we did a little bit. So it was a really fun childhood. Um, yeah, as I said, I did ballet for many years and I wanted to be a dancer, but then I sort of grew these things and it just didn't work. So um, I travelled the world. I lived in London in my early 20s. I've had many different careers. and I was like PA, receptionist, worked in banking, finance, fashion. I love travelling, so I did find last year a bit, tricky like one of my best friends lives in bali so i'm like when can i see her again um i'm married to a really great guy called andrew who's really helpful with me and supports me in my business and does a lot behind the scenes um so yeah i started this five years ago and then before this business i ran a kids party venue in a beautiful balinese hut in my back garden called the zenden so i love starting businesses and i love being my own boss I did fine working for other people. I was I just needed knew that I needed to do my own thing. So yeah, I'm independent. I love singing, dancing. I'm not a good cook. I'm not great at laundry, but I have done three loads today. <laughs> I thought I'd get organized before Easter. Why uh, not? Yeah, so I like helping other people. I love I really do love this business. It is my main uh calling, I think, just to help people deal with something that's so huge. So because there's so much that you can do in life that's so much fun that doesn't involve being on a phone. That's right. And you can hear lots of people's stories because you're interacting with them, aren't you, when you make a sale? Yeah, I have loads of parents. It's a lot of parents actually email me um, and then they email me after and they just say, oh, my God, thank you so much. This is fantastic. And as you say, it's very simple, but it just solves a lot of problems all in one go. I love it. I, I just love it. I love the colours. I'm a bit blind, though. I can't really see. I mean, I can see your yellow top. You look great. Oh, that's <laughs> you can see my top. Oh, <laughs> so tell me, Kate, what did, what, what did you do in London? Oh, I, were, I lived in a youth hostel there. Actually, I first lived with my sister, who was amazing, and then she came back to Australia to be a business analyst, and I'm like, where will I go? So I lived in a gorgeous backpackers in um Queensway near Hyde Park and I lived there for six months and I worked at Fleet Street for Dow Jones so I was a PA to one of the managing directors there so it was sort of a corporate 
environment, but lots of fun. I was one of the only women in that office. There was like the managing directors, um, one of the, the people up there. And then it was really just me and then all these men. So that was interesting. Um, I worked there, met loads of people and did lots of little trips down to Europe, Egypt, which oh. I probably spoke about once. Um, going to Egypt was one of the best things in my life. I actually studied, I forgot about that. I did actually do an arts degree at uni and I majored in English literature, music and Egyptology. So when I went to Egypt, I think I actually learnt more about Egypt in those two weeks than I did it in my arts degree. So I lo- I really loved Egypt. Um, so part of London, the best thing I think was just going everywhere because it's so close, so close. But it was a bit cold, so I came back and I missed my family. So yeah. I came back there. I actually knew my husband already too, but I met him when I was 16 and got back together with him after London and got married when I was 28, so... I've been to Thailand many times, New York City a few times, um, but I definitely want to go back to Egypt and I know you're going back. I am. Maybe we'll get there together. I think I was going to ask you, would you like to come with us? Hmm. When are you doing that? Is it 2023? No, no uh, in March we plan for that. Uh, so we're planning now. So I'll pencil you in. Pencil me in. I loved it so much. We did a, um, a fluka ride down the Nile. Like it was like a wind-powered boat and it was just fantastic. And I saw the most amazing stars I've ever seen. So beautiful. I, I was booked for a Feluca uh, trip. However, COVID hit the day before and they literally just put all the boats into the middle of the Nile River, dropped the anchors down. No one was allowed anywhere um, on the river at all and they just locked it down the whole Nile River, which oh. was very clever because the people had actually come out of the hotel that we were going into and as we were we just heard about and as we were driving to the our hotel there were people in hazmat suits everywhere outside uh the hotel spraying the the road the gutters walkway and when we walked in the place was just spotless and and you could smell you could smell that um it had been cleaned and that's not usually what egypt smells like no but they were, we found that everywhere we went, they were very aware because tourism, as you know, is their main their main uh, income. So they had to be, and it was. I was impressed. I was really impressed. And but but we were very sad that we de- didn't get to go on the Felucca, but we did other things instead. So we went for a huge drive through the desert uh, with all these armed guards, and uh, wow. it was wonderful. Like, we went when I went it was we were in convoy so we had the armed guards at each end but it was so hot mm. like getting off that bus and it's feel, I think it was like 40 something degrees but it was fantastic yeah. loved it. so maybe I'll get back there maybe you'll go on a faluka next time yes well you'll have to come with us because yeah. we're speaking uh to um we're doing two two speaking conferences the first one you would love and they would love you and that's on uh, university students so it's talking to university students in Cairo about how to boost their confidence when they speak to others and then the second conference the following week has many different categories and that's a global women's conference so literally hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women go to that so they will enjoy seeing you and you'll need to take a charge box with you Yes, yes, I can put it in my suitcase. It fits yeah. in the suitcase. I was so going to say, if they're travelling, they take it in their suitcase. They can take it from their kitchen bench with all the tech in it, and then just put it in the suitcase, get to the hotel, unplug it, and it, there it is, ready to go. Everything's in the spot, all the charges done. Very handy. Very handy. 
I think it's wonderful. So we were talking before we, we went live, we were talking about uh, you uh, and your innovative product and whether you'd be interested in um, entering the new Innovate Awards that we have launched today. So this is our launch day and we're, we're using you as our celebrating business person to uh, tell everyone about our big launch. So the Innovate Awards, it's, it's inaugural awards this year, it started. So I developed it and created it last year you know, during COVID and it's gone through a whole lot of uh, work and uh, um, morphing into what it is today. And it's specifically for innovation and creativity and original thinking. So you would fit in there well. Do you think you might be interested in entering our yeah. I, I saw that come up online. I thought I definitely want to enter that. I love entering awards and it's fantastic that it's brand new and that you're in charge of it. So I'll definitely be entering in charge box into product innovation. Product. So, because it is it's very innovative. There's nothing else like it. So I think I'll have a definite crack at that. Yes. Oh, I need to go have another look at all the other categories because I know there's many fantastic categories that people can enter, people in business. So mm, you've got 50, yeah. 50 categories there. 50 categories. So there's plenty for everybody then. Plenty, plenty, plenty. Yes. And the yes. reason I created these awards was was for the different styles of people. So the first three awards are for uh, women in global business. So that's just the first three awards. That's the global section. And then there's 38 general creative and innovative um, uh, categories and then I have six for Australian wool designers which is quite exciting for me because uh, sheep and, and wool and the agriculture system of, of Australia is very close to my heart. My husband is a wool and sheep broker with Nutrien so it made sense that I help in my own way to lift the profile and presence of wool in Australia. So I've got six of those awards and then three awards for university students. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, so university students in Australia, that in agriculture, uh, creative design and engineering. So that's that's the awards that we're doing today. So there'll be lots and lots of people that you'll get to meet and see and we'll be able to market, obviously, your products because everyone who sends us fills in the registration form as of today and uh um, they send me all their details, their bio and their photos. We start marketing some things for them as uh, as Yeah. I'm definitely entering. I can't wait. Is there a party at the end that we can all meet up at? There is a party. I've got That's all the... fun part of the awards, I think, the end where you, and meeting people along the way, but also the party at the end where you get to celebrate. Even if you don't win, it's just great to see people who've worked so hard to make something happen that's important to them. So seeing other people celebrate, that is is fantastic. I think so too. I think it's very special, the celebration. And I was speaking to our our global judges yesterday. So they're hoping that they're all going to be in Australia. So they're coming over. They're planning to come over in October. So everyone's got their fingers crossed that um, they'll be able to make it. Hopefully. That's what I'm hoping. I really want to go to Bali and visit my friend So and see my sister in New Jersey. But I'm thinking, yeah, October. Our borders are opening up on the 8th of April, aren't they, Australia? Oh, look, I don't know. I think I think once we get our vaccinations, I'm sure things will start moving. Once you're vaccinated and you've got on your passport or whatever they need, the, the hoops will jump to go and do it. Yeah. But right now. So it's October. 
that we're thinking that now at the moment. We're just just waiting to see, but I think the longer we leave it in the year for the presentation, probably the better. Now let's get back to you. So, hey, man. no, I always ask people questions about them. Sorry, back to me. No, that's yes. What that's, do you think about me? <laughs> so, um, so we know what prompted you to start your business. Tell us about your biggest achievement. Okay, well, my biggest achievement is that I won this amazing Mumpreneur Award last year for product innovation. And I had gone to this, um, the awards and the conference for three years. And I'd seen all these other people who'd made these amazing creations and just run so many different kinds of businesses. And I'd watched them and listened to all these speakers. And I really just was a huge dream for me to actually win one of these. And so when it actually happened, it was in COVID. So I sat in my lounge room and watched the awards and it was fantastic. But, um, yeah, that was a huge achievement for me, winning this, because it meant that there was the acknowledgement by all those people and I went through all the judging process, which was really actually good for me as well. And it's just great, a beautiful network of people. So I was really proud to have that. And the fact that it was pink was really cool because I brought out pink uh, pink Alicia's in charge box last year, so I got to put that next to the box. Oh, lovely. I love it. And there's another thing that I also was am proud of, even though I only said one, but I was very proud of this book that I was also in last year. And um, I had a chapter in this book, it was like inspirational women and their stories. And um, this was the launch of that was the week before we went into Melbourne lockdown. So I was really happy that was my last big social fun activity for a while. So that was special to me. And some of my best friends came along to that, which was really lovely of them. I've but seen yeah, it. two great things I'm proud of, and my children, of course, my beautiful children. They're probably my main achievement, really. Yeah. They're fabulous. And you, you said you have a son who's 16, and how old's your daughter? He's 14. Um, I have a son who's 14, he's in nine, and Ella, who's 16, who's in year 10. And they're gorgeous. They were the guinea pigs for the box and they actually cope with it really well. We don't really even need to lock it up anymore. We just say it's 9.30, pop it away and it just lives there. So they've been really supportive and they help me as well. They help carry things around and listen to my ideas and give me feedback from the child's perspective as well. So they're amazing because we've had to change it through time. When they were younger, it went in earlier and it was less time. But as you get older, you need more with like homework and socialising. So it's been, it's always changing. So anyone who has it, it, it changes through the life of the family. Yes, yes. They get so Ella's 16, so she will want a later time, won't she, with schoolwork or not? Uh, she does. Well, they do their work on um, the laptop, but yeah. then the phone's on the side. So we like, just keep the phone away so you can focus on the, but they need to still talk to their friends or ask questions. So we have to be realistic about it. But by 9.30 it goes. So we give them a little bit of a wrap-up time. Like you've got to give them a bit of time to get used to the idea, not they've ripped the Band-Aid. It's like, well, in 15 minutes, well, you'll need to put it away. So we just, it's every night we have we have that conversation and they know that's where it goes. But they don't, they're not complaining, so that's cool. I've got um, parents who, had they had, like, their year 12s would say, Mum, you have to take it from me and put it in the box because they were getting so distracted and they couldn't get their work done. So, you know, it's... People say, oh, the kids will hate it, but they actually don't hate it. And a lot of parents say the kids love it and they actually have a better time because they're doing other things that are fun and they're still connecting with their siblings or their parents and there's just so many positives with it. So, yeah. It's a really, really important... It's a really, really important boundary that you're establishing here with this box because Mm. you've trained your kids now and so not only do they respect a huge boundary that every parent would struggle with, 
but that that you're teaching them in terms of boundaries. Full stop. In life in general, yes. And I hope that when they're older, they'll just have these great habits with the tech, just specifically the tech, and they'll just go, oh, yeah, that's right. Mum always said it's not a great idea to be on eight hours a day. Why do I feel bad? Or maybe it's because I've been on that. So, um, yeah, it's a great it's a great boundary. And it's also learning about boundaries in general, as you say. So mm. learning how to set limits on things. You don't have to just go, like especially with people with addictive personalities, it's really good for them to just have a break because otherwise you just never stop, you know. I used to love um, Moonlighting, you know, that show with Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis. And when I was in year nine, I used to watch it. I had this little TV with a, a handheld television in my room and I was watching that every night and my dad came into my room and just pulled the cord out of the wall one night and said, you have a problem but, and you can't deal with it, so we're taking it, we're dealing with it for you and they took the TV away. And I was like, maybe that planted the seed for me yeah. as well, just to go. And in the end, it was fantastic. I was annoyed for about two days. And then it was like, you know what? I got so much more done. Mm-hmm. And sleep. Sleep's really important. Everyone can enjoy that, not just kids. It's like parents too. Like we all need to just take a break from that and do something else and get some sleep because it's so important. Otherwise, yeah. you're like, it's at two in the morning. Ping, ding, ding, ding. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but boundaries are really important with everything in life, not just technology. Yeah, no, boundaries are. They're really, really important. So you've talked to us about your biggest achievements. So last year you had uh, your big win in product innovation and why am I not surprised, and also your beautiful book from Change Makers. And I'd love to get a copy of that from you and uh, and read that because that's something that uh, I'm sure our listeners would, would be very keen to know. Amazing. Stories in there, 22 stories. 22 stories. And how and long did it take? It was on National Women's Day last year as well that this was released and it was a number one on Amazon as well, which was pretty cool. What did you ask? Sorry. How long, how long did it take you to write your chapter? Oh, um, well, with running the business and having the kids and doing everything else, it took me a while. <laughs> it took me a few weeks because I did little like a first draft and then I changed it and added things and... um. Yeah, and I wanted to read the other stories too. But, yeah, very exciting, and I can definitely send you a signed copy. Oh, thank you. Isn't the cover great too? I love it. It's like a a woman's face. Yeah. Good on you. No, I've seen that. I've seen that to advertise, and I was intrigued. Um, So tell me, what challenges have you overcome as an entrepreneur? Now, you mentioned to me before this is not your first Oh, so I started my Zen Den party business, which is in my back garden. It was a Balinese hut. Uh, amazing, heaps of fun. Um, and I started it from scratch, like with In Charge Box. So I think social media actually was very helpful in marketing. So we're lucky, business owners now are very lucky that we can do a lot of um, free marketing through social networking So and just word of mouth. So I guess the biggest challenge is just... Um, well, there's a few actually, but making, just getting the word out at the beginning and starting to spread that word and having the faith to know that it's going to be good. So I knew that the party business would be great and I also knew that the box would be great because there was a need for it. Um, The biggest challenges uh, were probably dealing with China, especially last year because during COVID a lot of things slowed down, so the factories um closed down so I couldn't really get stock and everyone wanted the box and luckily I had 
some sitting there, but people were emailing me, when's it coming, when's it coming, when's it coming? I'm like, it's uh, it's coming soon <laughs> and the shipping is really slow. So I think just communicating and trying to get a straight answer was a bit tricky. But now I have some really great people that I can talk with over there and people who check it all for me before it leaves and I have some new amazing logistics people. So I think getting help is really uh, important as an entrepreneur. Make sure that you get advice. There are so many amazing business groups online like, um, well, obviously Raw Success, Like-Minded Bitches Drinking Wine, um, Ozmopreneur Network, and there's just so many great places you can get information and support so you don't have to do it yourself because at the beginning I was like, I'll do my bookkeeping, my accounting, my advertising, marketing, um, sourcing, shipping, everything and had the kids as well so last year in COVID with the kids at home even though they were pretty cruisy because they're older um and they the teachers really did everything like unlike the younger children I really did feel sorry for people at home with their primary school kids but um so with all that I just had to start delegating so then I just I did get my accountant bookkeeper support from people so I think it's I think the your original question (laughs) was Oh, the challenge, yeah. Um, uh, Time management, dealing with China and time management. So I tend to sort of, I get distracted and jump from one thing to the next. So it's planning and uh, being organised. Writing a list is good and delegating. If you don't, I mean, I'm really not into bookkeeping. So luckily I found someone great to do that for me. So if you can find someone to help you, you don't have to do it all. And, oh, the other great bit of advice, I think, is (laughs) listen to your intuition. So Mm -hmm. as a business owner, you'll get advice from your parents and friends and other people in business, and it's great to have all that information, but it's really important to tune in to your instinct and think about what you really know is going to be best. Otherwise, you can sort of go off in directions that you didn't really want to go. Back to you is good. Back to your own intuition. I like that because you've given us some really powerful uh, challenges there that I can I can understand a lot of people would appreciate what you're saying. So time management, that's a huge one, isn't it? Absolutely. And if you can get a cleaner, I mean, I don't have a cleaner, but yeah. <laughs> I did have a cleaner who came here once and he said, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Too much mess, was there? You can pay for someone to help you with that. That's always great. I know a man who does laundry. If anyone in Melbourne ever needs someone to come and take their laundry away, I know a lovely man. He doesn't do ours anymore, but um, the kids help with that now. But if you need that, I have a great number. (laughs) It's okay to delegate. And as a a parent in business or a woman in business, you don't actually have to do it all. And I don't think we should be expected to do everything. No, no, it's impossible. Get an in-charge box and then get the kids to do the housework. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so you talked about time management, delegation, and then you talked about China. So what's it like shipping with China now, right now, this year? Has oh, it okay. It's better now. Um, so I can order things. And the shipping's about four to five weeks. So once it's left there, it lands at the port. It lands at the port. And then it's another week from there. So I usually allow about five weeks from shipping. So I think the key is patience and um don't tell, don't say to people that you can give them something unless, like I always put it out two weeks beyond yes. so that my customers aren't saying you said yes. April and now it's May. So I sort of give some wiggle room there because you never know. And there's all the, there's these posts on Facebook at the moment and of ships stuck in ports here and there and it's like, oh. But it's, it seems to be okay coming into Melbourne. 
So I'm lucky there. So when it comes into port, uh, and does someone, does a company collect it for you and take it to your home or do you have to go and Usually someone, I have a lovely uh, logistics company that can get it from the port to me on a big truck and then we arrange the time and then it arrives and they can take it off down with the pallets. But then um, last time I, I decided I'll go get it. <laughs> I couldn't wait any longer. I'm like, I'll go get it. So I, I've um, borrowed this beautiful friend of mine. He had this huge uh, truck that I could borrow and my husband has a truck licence. So we went out to get it together from this place and we thought we were this big truck, but I took this photo of us. We were like this tiny little thing, huge trucks each side. It was quite entertaining. So we did that and then came back and then got all these friends to come and help unload because I, I wanted to save some money. But in the end, and it was a fun experience, but in the end I think better just let the people bring it mm-hmm. because there was a lot of waiting. Most people wait about three hours sometimes just in the line with all the trucks you're waiting to go pick up your goods. So in the end I think it's just you can get many people to do these things yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so how many? <laughs> Uh, shipping containers would you order in one hit? Oh, one. I only do one at a time and that's like the most cost-effective way of getting product. But when you're starting out, you won't be probably unlikely to fill a container so you can get on board with other people and and join in on a container to make your cost cheaper or you can just do your own. And C, I think C for me is the best because it's quite heavy, but some uh, companies use air and it's faster. So it depends on the weight of the product. You can find all that out, like researching and emailing people. Oh. Get quotes. Make sure if you start a business, get lots of quotes. So, so do you have any referrals? Yeah, do you have any recommendations for people who are starting out um, with uh, exactly what you're doing? So having their products made overseas and shipping them over. Have you got any good um, recommendations there? Just things. Uh, that- make sure you get sample checkers. You get checkers over wherever it's made. You can get find people to go and inspect the product before you send it because sometimes people say, yeah, sure, it's, it's great, and they'll send you a little blurry photo of one thing and you go, oh, it's great, but then it'll arrive and you'll and then not all of it's great. So I've had that happen before when some things arrived and they were a bit rough or the paint wasn't perfect and it was too late and you can't return it because it's, so expensive to ship back. So you've got to make sure you get checkers wherever you're getting it made to go every single time you have a production run. Get the product checked. Yep. Um, and with shipping companies, maybe get a few quotes so you can get your best deal uh, with that because, yeah, it's just good to get quotes because sometimes you can get ripped off thousands of dollars if you don't just see what else is out there and get advice from other people. Getting to those business networking groups where you can ask questions and people are more than willing to give their advice and information over. Wow. Well, I've got one more question for you. What's a fun oh, fact? hasn't it? Yeah, what's one, one fun fact about you? Oh, fun fact. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, I love 80s dancing. Yes. And I go to, I go Wednesday nights and Sunday nights, I go to this amazing uh, dancing teacher called Allie and we dance in this beautiful warehouse under a massive mirror ball to all 80s music with the original 80s um, film clip routines. So that really, really keeps me happy and fit. And even through COVID, we did it on Zoom. So I think that's one of my a fun facts about me. But oh, I, love, I love the 80s. I love George Michael and Prince. Oh. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love the 80s? Yeah. That's my oh. fun fact. What well, about you? Have you got a fun fact? Oh, 
you know, a lot of yeah, many, many great yeah. I suppose my my fun fact right now is um, being a racehorse strapper for my sister, and uh, owning a couple of racehorses that she's uh, she trains and has bred. That that would be my biggest fun fact. I just love it. She rang me this morning and she said. Yeah, can you come to the race track this morning? I'm I'm um, I'm, out, I'm doing jump outs, and I said I can't. I'm on under lockdown because I was in Brisbane last week, so uh, I've got a few days lockdown. And I said, oh, but I just can't. But I really want to be there. But yeah, that's that'd be my biggest fun fact in my life right now. I get a big kick out of that. I love I love um, playing with racehorses. They're being trained by my sister only. Wow, that's <laughs> amazing. She's very, very good at what she does, as she should be, because she's been in the game for a long time. And her partner, he's an ex-jockey, and her son's a jockey. One's a jockey and the other son's an engineer. So, yeah, it's lots of fun, lots and lots of fun. But it's time for me to say farewell. So I love you to quickly tell everyone that's listening today how they can find your in-charge boxes. Okay, great. Thank you for having me, by the way. I've loved our chat. It flew by. I can't believe it. Uh, felt like five minutes. So people can find me at uh, www.inchargebox.com.au and on Instagram I'm just inchargebox, Facebook, in charge box, LinkedIn, Kate Curry. So Kate. that's how you find me. Right, Kate Curry, K A T E. Okay. Like the food. Kate. But I'm, I'm easy to find on social media. So if yep. you're watching and you have any questions about anything, please message me. Right, so everyone can find Kate at www.inchargebox.com.au. You can find Kate on LinkedIn under her name, Kate Curry, C-U-R-R-Y. Just think of the Indian curry food. And uh, In Charge Box on Instagram and Facebook. It was lovely talking to you today, Kate. Really enjoyed having you. We will have you back. But right now I need to say thank you to our listeners. Uh, We tune in every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Australian time, A-E-S-T, and 5 p.m. PT time in Los Angeles. You can contact me via my website, www.tracytully.com, no E's. And uh, thank you for listening today. Until we meet again, it's farewell from me and farewell, Kate. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another 60 Minutes of Inspiring Talking Points on Tracy Tully Talks, brought to you by bbsradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Australian Time, AEST, and 5 p.m. PT Time in America. Leave me a message on my website at www.bbsradio.com forward slash Tracy Tully Talks. If you're interested in lifting the profile, presence and profit of your business, sponsorship opportunities are available. Until next Thursday, it's goodbye from me.